1: what's up guys welcome into another edition of bogey free i am your host matt jones you can find me on twitter at matt jones tfr and we are coming at you with some farmers insurance open action this week. Uh, as always, I have my good friend, uh, my my younger brother in the industry, if you shall, uh, Evan Cheney. You can find him on Twitter at echaney69. What's up, buddy?
2: Nothing much, man. I just I, I've rattled off what three straight of these uh, contests now.
1: I know it's bad, but I <laughs> I I do I do think that uh, some of it has to do with the draft capital that i've had um i'm just going to lean on that i'm going to give myself the last pick again so that when i lose again <laughs> it'll i can just keep saying that um yeah no you've been you've been crushing um but to be fair i did come in second in the listener league this week and that's for actual american Ooh. dollars so you know yeah, I, I'll give you that. I that I'm was kidding. that was a small that was a small uh, consolation prize for me this week that i at least uh, cashed in my own listener league that was nice um, and joining us tonight on the show as well is Reed Fowler. You can find him on Twitter at Reed T. Fowler. Uh, you see him all over the place on DraftKings, and uh, it's, uh, it's really great to have you on, Reed. I, I think you've been on at least once before, correct?
3: Yeah, once before, the beard was much thicker, more like yours, Matt. And I'm <laughs> I, I, like... Like if evan's your like brother in the industry does that make me like a distant cousin like a you know like the weird guy that comes to the family reunion you're like who like a wedding crasher is like who is this guy oh I'm on like you're you know the like the dad side of you know the <laughs> room um yeah no it's uh it's been a while but yeah probably a year or so maybe a little bit more last time I was on so excited to be back
1: Yeah, it's it's good, man. We uh, yeah, we we kind of went through uh, the end of last season and I don't think we really had very many guests, but this new format that we're doing for sure lends itself to uh, to having a guest with the with the snake draft and uh, talking out a few extra players here. So um, like usual, uh, if you're if you're familiar with the show, we don't really spend a ton of time uh, talking about the course. You get that everywhere else. You can check my article on Rotoviz as well to make sure that you are sort of up to date uh, on the courses. And it's, you know, it's Tory Pines. Like we know, we know what we're doing here. Let's, uh, we don't, <laughs> ha- we don't have to spend a ton of time uh, talking about it anyway. Um, so let's just, uh, let's jump right into the draft. Uh, Reed, since you are our guest, we're going to go ahead and give you the 101. Um, and uh, well, you can, uh, you can talk about it and tell us why you're going there.
3: I'll go Christian McCaffrey. One on one overall, I think he's back from his injury. No, uh, that's actually a good. I have no idea who I would take one on one this uh, this upcoming year for football. But like, I'm going up top. You know, like uh, John Rom. I get that. You know, eleven three. I get that he had that back injury and he withdrew from working out. I'm happy that he was working out. So that's a plus for me, um, uh, or for him, not for me specifically, but for him. And you take a look at at what he's done. Clearly, he has a win here. Already and when you get John Rahm in California, that's also a good thing as well. And there's question marks really with the top five guys, right? You can really say that, well, is John Rahm healthy enough to win here? Uh Rory coming over from uh, uh from I believe Dubai it was. Uh he looked fantastic, not on Sunday, typical Rory, but V yes, now. Uh, our boy Finau, Matt, like he's he, at least he didn't lose this one. Someone else won it. Like he didn't lose this tournament. Yeah. Someone else won, so I like that. And then Xander, right? There's I, I think there's question marks from all of them. But John Rahm, just when you look at his skill set and the courses that I'm correlating to 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 Tori are the the old style, these long old style courses like uh, Memorial, right? And some of these other places, and Rom has played well there. So give me the guy up at the top. I like it,
1: uh, Evan. You can uh, you can kick us off next here.
2: Well, thank you, going, you.
1: You going Rory Chalk, or what are you doing? Here? No, I
2: actually am going Rory Chalk. Um, I mean, if you are going to take John Rahm off the board, which is fine, you can do that. Take um, <laughs> I, Rory's the next best guy for me. I, you know, the Dubai obviously he looked good there for the most part, um, and then his last few his last few appearances here. They've all been great. He's a great golfer. It's hard to overthink this one. All right? So, Rory's my one
3: first one here. Do you have – like, is, is Rory this – I mean, look, he's one of the best, right? I mean, uh, over the last five years, he's, like, the only guy who's consistently been, like, one of the highest rated golfers. Like, can you call him uh, not a closer? He definitely can close. We've seen that. Yeah. yeah. But now recently, like he's been like two rounds in the middle. Like he was that had the lowest score in two rounds, and he couldn't close it on Sunday. That that were like John Rahm has also been that guy as well. We like we all of us know that. But what do you? I mean, what's your guy's take on Rory not being able to kind of seal the deal in recent history?
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because. You, you know, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday night. Um, Everybody's talking about Finau and how he can't, he can't win. He can't do this. He can't do that. Um, I I think that it's, like, it's really understated how difficult it is to, like, consistently win on the PGA Tour. Like, I get it because Rory has had, like, these, um, these sort of, like, trademark moments where, you're like, Oh shit. Like he, like he blew it, you know? And Finau has definitely had those moments too. Um, but I think, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, Rory, Rory can't win. Like he, if you're consistently putting yourself in a position where you're, you know, in the top five in the last couple of groups on Sunday, um, you know, you just, you just, yeah, maybe
3: it's more like the betting market, right? Like his, his, when you're getting him at those short odds, like that's probably where that narrative in my mind goes. But yeah, in DraftKings, in this case, Rory's a beast.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you figure what he's he's going off right now. What are his odds like? Plus eight, somewhere in the. Yeah, hold on. I'm... Yeah, I know Rom's the shortest. 870, he's eight seventy five on DraftKings right now, which is the yeah. the best number. Um, I mean, yeah, you're yep. going to be disappointed when you bet on that guy and he doesn't win. <laughs> like, and you're going to remember it. You're not going to remember, you know, when when you're taking stabs in like the 50s on guys and, you know, they're, they're the 54-hole co-leader and they blow it. Yeah. You're like, eh, whatever. Um, right. But the the Rory misses kind of stick uh, a right. little longer in your brain, I feel like. Um, but like I said, it's incredibly hard to win golf tournaments in general there are very few guys that even win, you know, two times in a year. And where if, if you're going off at plus 700, plus 800, you should, you're expect, quote unquote, expected to win,
3: you know, probably what four
1: to five times a year. Yeah. Number real numbers wise. So yeah. yeah. And the tournaments
3: that he plays, right. He doesn't play a ton. So you're talking about 30, you know, 40% of the times he tees it up. That's like Tiger numbers, right? Like t- yeah. Tiger, we thought he was going to win at least sixty percent of the tournaments that he teed it up at, and he did. And I think that's a, that's a good point. Is like the expectation of Rory is so high that if he doesn't do well, you're like, oh, it's because he's always there. We always yeah. see him. <laughs> like he's always being on TV. He's always on TV, and he's always doing well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, it's like bad mouthing LeBron because of the finals that he's lost. Like, <laughs> right it you you can only lose finals when you make the finals like there's right. <laughs> there's part of that to be had here also yeah. um but yeah i mean obviously it's frustrating when you roster him and and it doesn't happen or you bet on him and it doesn't happen but yeah. i think uh you're not really going to find a better price on rory than 11,000 yeah. most weeks and i think i think that this is it's a fine time to play him i haven't run uh i haven't run my ownership stuff yet but um, it will be interesting to see because this is the first full field cut event that has like legitimate multiple studs at the top. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if ownership sort of condenses on one of them or if it stays kind of flat like like I would be expecting right now. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my take. I know that was rambly, but hit it. If you've been listening to the show for a long time, you know. That's what I tend to do. So, um, all right, I, I have two in a row here. I am going to go. Um, I <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Sungjae. Oh, I'm going to go Sungjae and Hovland. I think that if you if you want to buy into a fade. Uh, of the five-figure salary guys, I think that this is a, a really interesting combination um, where maybe they both are uh, reasonably high-owned, but together it's one of those situations where they probably won't have as much ownership literally together. So uh, I think that this is, this is sort of my preferred... Uh, build if I'm not going to include Rom or Rory in my lineups this week. So I'll, I'm going to start there.
3: Yeah. I mean, like well, mean, Hovland is a absolute beast. length off the tee, right. Is, is what you need here. Like he, like I put he and Wolf, not necessarily in the same, just because they they, they came out together uh, on the PGA tour and they're, you know, they're, they're former teammates, but they're great ball strikers can hit it a ton but suck around the greens yeah. like, and, and Hovland's said it out loud. Like I suck getting up and down and chipping. He's actually worked on it. That's what scares me a little bit about some, other, some of these other guys too, is that this is going to be a course where you need to have around the green to an extent, right? Like you're going to need to, these, these greens are small in the South course. And if you're not able to get it up and down, we've seen Hovland really be bad at some, in some spots. Yeah. Um, that scares me, but boy, man, he is he is just on a rocket ship right now. The trajectory for him is is so high. That was gonna be one of my picks there, Matt. You took him from me.
1: Damn. Alright, All right, Ev, what do you got?
2: So I'm actually gonna stay in this five figure range and I'm gonna go with Xander. Oh boy. Um I cannot yeah. wait till the end of your picks. <laughs> Dude, I, I I am I am top heavy this week and I am I am proud of it. That's fine. I tried but it like, last
1: week. It didn't work out.
2: <laughs> um. So, I mean, with him, it's like he just looks so sharp all around, right? I mean, the last time he missed a cut was legit a year ago, right? At at a uh, Farmers, and ever ever since then, it's like he's just been extremely dominant, right? Majors, these regular tournaments, he's been great, right? And the around the green game has just been very solid especially compared to the rest of this field right so I, I think really I think you want to build around Rory and Xander and then go from there in all honesty
1: like, like I said'm I'm, I'm very excited to see what what happens next
2: you know it's
3: like what's interesting I was doing uh Mayo show this morning and I didn't think about this until he mentioned it the same way Colin Morikawa played well a part of the reason right this is sort of speculation that he played well at Harding Park it sort of being a home field a home course for him was that there were no fans allowed and so he didn't necessarily have that added pressure right. Xander's course history here is, is garbage right like it's just complete garbage but you look at what you need to do well here and he fits this course so didn't he, like, I think he went to high school very very close to this and you know this is where he's from but he's got miscut after miscut here. And I think having no fans is probably going to help in his favor, uh, especially at this course. set. I mean, it just like you think of it like Xander and Tori. It's like it just goes hand in hand.
1: Yeah.
2: Matt, I'm surprised there's a course history reference on this show and you are <laughs> still sane.
1: No it's, no, it's true. I mean, he he's what I think he has what a, one made cut maybe.
2: Yeah. yeah,
3: it's sort of like the opposite where, like, course history should go out. Like, this core, like, everyone is, has said it, right? Like, do well here in previous starts, then you should keep on doing well here. Like, he's one for the – he's not done well here, but I think he actually might. Uh, hopefully, he's sort of passed the whole COVID recovery where, he, you know, he said that he, he was feeling it a lot in December. But, yeah, I like Xander, man. He's yeah.
1: All, all He's of those incredible. quotes, all of those quotes led me to uh, fading him in multiple ways at the <laughs> right. tournament of champions, and that went rather poorly. <laughs> so, yeah, fun times.
2: Always trust the numbers, Matt.
1: I know. Oh, I know. Shit. Every every time I do this this narrative stuff, it doesn't work out for me. But, Spreadsheets yeah, but over so, words.
2: It's so much fun to talk
3: about narratives, though, because like, oh, it's just, oh. come it's a, Oh yeah, obviously.
2: But great. It's, Every every time I've never profited in gambling. When I've read an article or a, like read a narratives based article, right. or you know went on like any type of birthday narrative NBA, that's the worst actually. The birthday narrative in the NBA that has lost about, me so much money.
3: What about baby bump though? Like you know, like golf when the guys got baby bump. It didn't help for it didn't uh, help with Rory, but it could help sometimes.
2: <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. These narratives.
3: All right, Reed, you got two in a row here. Yeah, so I because I have two in a row, because I don't want to be too top-heavy and have to really flirt a lot in the 6K range, which there are guys that I like, so I might have to to take one. I want to dip down to the 8K range. I'm going to start with Ryan Palmer at $8,400. I think when you look at what he's been able to do over the last handful of months in tournaments, we know how well in terms of, of return from a DraftKings perspective that we get from Ryan Palmer uh, and more so too, right? Roster construction wise, I, I, I like Matt Wolf this week at $9,100. Um, I've already placed an outright on Wolf. And so he's someone that I'm, I'm hoping does well. But when you take a look at this 8K range, I think there's a lot of guys that you can go with and, and Palmer right now from a if you're looking at the numbers, he, he plays, he's playing extremely well. And he plays this course well. I think it fits his eye. Um and so he's the guy that I want to start with. And the other guy is right below him at eighty three hundred dollars and Adam Scott. I usually we see him parachute into this tournament or Genesis, wherever it is, after you know, being in his villa somewhere in Spain. Like Adam Scott's got the yeah, like the perfect life, lives next to Sergio and that family, I think, in that area. I think somewhere in France. But um he's someone too that Doesn't play a lot of golf courses, uh, especially earlier in the season. But when he does, right, when he does play, like, we know how good he is. And on this course, if I take a look at, like I mentioned, Genesis, Riviera, Augusta National, these longer courses, these traditional setups, like, he's got probably the best track record out of all of these guys in the 8K range. This allows me, too, to kind of stay in that 7K range, which I kind of like as well. So, Give me Palmer and Scott for my next two. There you go.
1: Yeah, like Scott, Adam Scott at 8,300 just seems like an autoplay. Like, there, yeah, I, it's, it's, just I want the
3: broomstick play. though. Like, I want the broomstick. Oh, yeah. If he's coming out with some rinky dink putter that's <laughs> of like regular length, then I'm going to be a little scared. I need E Pat, the putter tracker, uh, to come out, uh, and, and give us a picture of a Getty image. Of Adam Scott with the broomstick, I need it, especially if I'm I'm picking him here, uh, and I'm I'm placing an outright on him uh, in just a little bit.
1: Yeah, pa- paging paging Eric. He's uh, he's actually going to be on the show in three weeks. Oh, there of the you much. go. So there you go. All right, Evan. No. Where where are you going
2: now, sir? All right, so. You know, I just want to talk about this like in terms of like a, a tournament play versus a cash game play. And I think... And my pick's going to be Billy Horschel. Okay. Right. Now, I think he makes for a much better cash game play than a tournament play. And I'll tell you why. I think ownership in tournaments might end up being a little high on him. Because if we want to look at his last performance at Sony, he gained eight strokes putting. And i mean this isn't going to be the reason why i play him in this format um i think for the most part he did have a rough fall stretch around the green um but i think for the most part his around the green game is fine enough to do well here um but again like i think in tournaments people are just going to be overweight on him because of that putting and we've talked about how putting is an inconsistent stat and you know it inflates numbers and everything like that so In tournaments, I'd be underweight, but in terms of cash games, in terms of a format like this, I'm more than comfortable going with Billy Ho here.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I love that call. Um, He's one of the guys that I've, you know, honed in on, especially because of that. Um, I actually think if you look at this range with the guys that we talked about earlier, and then uh, Will Zalatoris, Zlatan, uh, he's, he's he's probably underpriced. Right right now. And I think a lot of us who play uh or who just cover golf know who Will Zalatoris is, but the common person doesn't. Um, maybe more so because he has been talked about pretty much on golf channel at least every other week that he's that he's playing and he's got the sponsor or the the exemptions yeah. throughout this year. But I think you're gonna see a lot of guys gravitate up into that higher AK range, which leaves a guy like um, Billy Horschel who just pops at this tournament every now and then. So I love it. Yeah. So I just
1: I just finished uh this ownership projection, just finished running. Uh right now it looks like in like the AK range, it looks like Palmer uh all the way up at the top as far as ownership. And then it's kinda like the the Australians, Leishman Day and Scott are all kind of flat and then Horschel's a little under them. So um yeah. it, he might even be a little bit less owned. Uh, than you think there eva and i think it's okay. i think he's good uh i think he's good regardless whether you're talking about tournaments uh or or cash just for his price like 8200 and he definitely has upside so i like it that wasn't that wasn't too gross i'm just i'm
2: we're getting
3: I'm there. I'm, yeah, three more picks. I'm waiting. Yeah, I was gonna say those three what? picks, man. I'm gonna love the names and the reasoning that we're gonna talk about in the 6K range.
1: Ev, what do you what do you have left uh, per per spot as of right now?
2: Uh, 68. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is gonna get fun. All right. Perfect. 6K range
3: is ripe with talent, baby. There's a lot of guys down there. Like <coughs> tournament plays, obviously that that I'm going to. So I'm excited to see who Evan's gonna pick yeah me
1: too Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) speaking speaking of australians this this range is uh is littered with australians and i'm gonna go with cam smith here uh i think that he might go i mean i I like him in general but i I also think that he might sort of go a little under-owned this week just because he's kind of in a sea of these popular guys that we're all talking about you have Bubba, Leishman, Day, Palmer, Scott, Horschel, Ustazen, Ricky Fowler, all in the AK k range. Um, so somebody's going to go overlooked, and I think more likely than not, it's probably going to be Cam Smith. So I think that I I like the, the ownership discount there, and I think you could make a reasonable case that he could be a little more expensive. Um, and then I am going to go with my boy Gary Woodland, yeah. If he's under 8K uh, and he's at a course like this, I just think that that's, and uh, he should be in consideration uh, regardless of what else is going on. And he, uh, what did he, I think that he, he, he hasn't like been his sharpest self um, okay. per se lately, but, uh, as as far as last week, he finished definitely in the top twenty. Um, his approach game started to come around a little bit, and he was gaining strokes off the tee. And like, if you if you look back through like the U.S. Open and, and the the CJ Cup event that he played, like it was bad. Um, but since then, uh, I think that maybe something clicked a little bit. Maybe some time off helped. Whatever it was. Uh, I think that we're not going to be able to play Gary Woodland at 7,800 many more times this season, so I'm going to take advantage yeah. at a course that requires uh, some distance, and you need some uh, need some birdies there.
3: Yeah, it's like a FOMO Gary Woodland, right? We're not going to get him at this price uh, again, right? So I want to make sure I, I lock it in. Yeah,
1: you uh, got to get in early. It's it, Gary Woodland is like top shots. You know, you gotta you gotta <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's yeah, like an he amnesia like assist like you got to get him on his rookie season um I, I i hope at some point which is probably never going to happen is that we get an injury report like we get in the nfl like wednesday like give us the, the wednesday friday like right before kickoff injury report for these guys it's like yeah. they're all independent contractors it's never going to happen but i just want to know like him like charlie hoffman obviously john Rom up top um, uh, you know Hoffman more so with him withdrawing last week. Yeah. Like I want to know what these guys are going through. I want to know the wrist injuries. You got to give me more information. So, you know, like we don't pick you. And then Thursday night, like, ah, my hamstring is sore. I'm going to, I'm going to WD.
2: Well, I mean, we also have the all time, you know, 530 AM withdrawal. Oh yeah. (laughs) Those are always
3: fun. Or like the burger just teed up, cash my paycheck, you know, hit one (laughs) shot and then withdraw. I love those. That's
2: just that's amazing. I, I do it. That so they can I get would. away with that. Oh
3: yeah. One shot, like one hand it. Like I think it was a WGC event he did that. So it was like yeah. an auto like an auto paycheck. Yeah. Auto a a pretty nice one. Why not,
2: man? Why not do it? I would one stroke one stroke and you like double the national average income. <laughs> that has to be amazing. That's to be great. I, I would
1: I would kill for that. And we're and we're sitting here talking about these guys,
2: right? Exactly. We uh, live in our heads, rent free. Uh, amazing.
3: And non fungible tokens, like, the, like that's what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? Like the the Top Shot website has had so many issues. Can you imagine if the PGA was running that thing?
3: Oh god.
1: You wouldn't know. You
2: wouldn't it, know anything that's be.
1: going on. They or you, it right now. we don't even Or you think no you idea.
3: got like a well, one of one, like LeBron to AD, and they're like, actually, no, it's not it's not that. It's like Amon Schumpert 2007. like <laughs> seven. That's what you got. It's like yeah, the one wrong like, you
4: know, <laughs>
2: 40,000 of sixty two thousand or something
3: like that. Yeah, because that's gonna go. Amon Shumpert, I'm sorry, if you're watching bogey free right now, that's not a knock on you,
2: Amon Schumpert. I think you're great. Uh, but, sorry. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Um, yeah. alright. So let's, let's begin my, uh, my travesty of, of three picks here. Man. Let's go, uh, Cameron, Cameron Tringal. Yeah, I like that. I like that as a move. Um, obviously he's cheap enough to fin this build. But we also have to look at his approach game, kind of leading up to this point. Um... He has had some very sharp approach performances. Back, if we want to go back to like the 3M Open last season, where he gained four and a half on approach and then five at the Northern Trust, Uh, he's had some sharp approach games. He's had the around the green games a little inconsistent. Um, And for the most part, his putting has been there. Um, Just had a really bad performance at the MX. I don't know. I'm not really going to. Think too much into that, but yeah, I think for a cheap, I think for a cheapy, you know, if you want to go with a top heavy build like this, I think uh, Tringal is ideal, right? It, and it seems yeah. like he does. It seems like he does well for DraftKings scoring, like his game. Yeah, is good for is good for DK scoring. So,
3: yeah, he just he makes, makes a place. ton of birdies. Like he yeah. always, he just makes a ton of birdies. <laughs> And that's what you need, right? This, these guys. I mean, I like I like John Hu just a little bit more. He's at the same price tag, but Tringali, like you mentioned, sixth in approach. You know, over the last what fifty rounds? What are the twelve tournaments that he's? You know, not. I mean, fifty rounds could be like he missed a cut and you get only two rounds. But yeah, yeah, he just he hits it a ton and he makes birdies.
2: Yep, Torrey Pines. Yeah. I like it. So you know what? It it, it works. I, I am I am fully confident in it. I didn't
1: think I had to go down that low. I was I was thinking of saving <laughs> Gary and going him, but I I didn't think he would actually uh, make a sharp pick like that. So. Uh, oh.
3: No offense. I have A sometimes. <laughs> like a backhanded compliment. I like that.
2: I think you were going to do it, but here we are. Yeah, these backhanded compliments have been like four years in the making. Yeah, that's, that's, just, <laughs> At this that's point. just what we do here.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, great. I love it.
1: All right, okay. Reed, let's see so, where you're going next. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I got two. Or I got back to back here. I'm gonna start with the guy whose soul was taking or taken by a one. Eldrick Tiger Woods at the Masters. I think he's regaining some of that soul back. It's Francesco Molinari, $7,800 moves his family to Los Angeles. Timing probably not the best, right? Moved them last year, and LA right now is is in a lot of hurt. So you know, everyone who's watching from LA. Uh, safe, please be safe. But he's there. He's committed. Like he mentioned in his in his presser, um, I forget which round it was. Might have been Saturday post round that he's focused a lot on the PGA Tour this year and and staying put on on, uh, on this schedule. Um, it's a, a Ryder Cup year, and Francesco wants to be on that team. Uh, we know like he like the, him and Tommy Fleetwood. They need to rekindle that relationship for the Ryder Cup. And look, again, I'm I'm what I'm really doing, especially with these guys who don't hit it a ton, because we know Francesco does it at all. I want guys who have done well on on similar courses. And we know Francesco's played these traditional type of courses well. So I'm going there with Francesco at 78. And then I'm going all the way down to where Evan was in that seven to, to low seven range. And I got Seb Straka. Gave me some Seb in my life. And I know that was by the by that ex look by that. <laughs>
2: He burned me so hard last week. Oh yeah,
3: he burns there, and that's why. And that's why I love him. I love guys, and I'm doing it more this year. And I, and I, I have in years past is if one guy burns me, I'm like forget you, like just get out of my life. But now, like if I liked him one week, especially earlier in the season, right where these courses maybe not line up specifically, but we know if someone plays, you know, one of the courses in Hawaii uh, last year or excuse me last week, then they have some sort of correlation to playing. Playing well, I think Sep Straka. We know what he does. He hits the ball a ton, and I think, of course, like like Torrey Pine sets up well for him. So give me Sep at seventy one hundred dollars. Not happy.
1: Not, <laughs> not happy. I was I was literally when when Evan took Tringali, I was like, oh, oh it's fine. I'll just play Straka. He's only hundred dollars more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh. Yeah. Like the irons, though. That's what that's what burned everyone. He lost four, what four and a half with his irons last week. Yeah, but, I mean, you know,
1: he, you know, he's he's gonna do that. But he does have these these weeks that he just like completely clicks and yeah, uh, and, and just is at the top. You know, towards the top of the leaderboard for most of the weekend. So I I like him a lot. I think that he's uh, definitely hard to time. Like it doesn't really seem like he ever has. Yeah. Like a trending up, and then he does well. It's just like playing whack a mole yeah. sometimes. But well, that's why you, I, yeah, he's cheap enough that you can you can throw him in a couple lineups here and there and deal with that variance uh, pretty easily. Uh,
3: that's why I love playing him on on in GPPs, just yeah. because like no one can pinpoint. Oh, like Charles Howell at you know X course, or you know like it, you know every like Siwoo at. at um, at RBC or any Pete Dye design, um, he's not an auto play, right? And he's always kind of in this range, this like low seven range, where we see him perform. You're like, oh, next week he's going to be eighty five hundred dollars, and then burn everyone at eighty five as opposed to seventy one, where he right. where he actually should be for the most part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Let's see if you can uh, if you can close out close out this draft with the last two picks of uh with without making us barf because what was it it was Snedeker two weeks ago and who
2: was it last week
1: I can't remember now. but we I I think we all ended up with four of six last week so that was not our best showing
2: yeah which worked it worked out for me you know because yeah yeah.
1: because those two awful picks that you made didn't matter because everybody (laughs) had two they missed
2: (laughs) just remember just remember it doesn't matter eat Arby's <laughs> That's the motto. <laughs> All right. Um. So you want me to you want me to play some mental gymnastics here? Let's go, Wyndham Clark. I, don't
3: I like it. I at, like Wyndham, man. At sixty eight hundred.
2: Um. What's yeah he he had a happening. <laughs> I mean, after a long stretch of like some really bad performances, I'd say from, I guess. Charles Schwab all the way, all the way to Safeway, pretty much where some, a bunch of missed cuts and a 29th in there at the Northern trust. But then in the fall swing, he gives us a 13th, a, a second, a missed cut at Houston, a 23rd. And then, you know, whatever American express, we're going to ignore that. Um, just for, but I mean, the approach game has been solid in this little hot streak. He's had the around the green game has always been sharp with him. Um, I don't know. I, just for the price for 6800 I think you're getting a, a good DraftKings golfer.
3: Yeah. He for hits the, the ball the ton, too. Yeah. Like, he smokes the ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so. I know. Getting the most, at least trying to get the most out of the bottom of the uh, <laughs> pricing spectrum here. Uh, oh,
1: man. I'm really, I'm on skates wait. now because
3: I was, like, I, I
1: His had snake so many the last
2: plans.
3: Yeah. Wait, Evan, how much uh, how much left is, is your last like how much do you have the I the, have $6,600. hundred.
2: Thirty
3: four hundred dollars. <laughs> Sixty eight <laughs> hundred? $6, oh that's bad. No, Sixty six,
2: yeah. I mean there's some there's 66, some good guys down here.
3: Yeah.
2: Also all. all
3: right now unless Matt
2: like, snags one of them.
3: Yeah,
1: I was gonna say now I have to I feel like I have to go with the $6, <laughs> Oh, I no, I
2: remember okay, actually, random thought. I, I, fi- I remembered who the, who my last golfer was. It was List. Mm. It was Luke List that you guys were vomiting at, and he ends up with a half-decent performance. I thought it
3: was Chalk List, that. though. He's chalk week for List uh, here. year. think Can't everyone's on him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's not my pick this week, though. I'll tell you that now. All right. <laughs> or so, so is can
1: So that Evan can tilt uh when when this guy does well because it's his boy i'm gonna go maverick mcneely because this is so uh reed we yeah we probably talked about maverick mcneely uh four literally four years ago um because evan liked the name and
2: it wasn't that i just like the name i had had actual reason
1: story that he was like a better amateur than rom at one point or whatever it was and uh, and it's become it was like a it was like a meme for a while. But now, like McNeely's actually been like kind of useful, like a lot. And it pisses me off because I don't want heaven to be right ever. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go McNeely. Yeah. We know nice. that he can string birdies together um, for sure. We know that, uh, again, a, a lot of a lot of ups and downs. But I do think that he's like pretty firmly uh, firmly in play this week. And so I got 7,500 left. I was gonna kind of go off the reservation here, but I think I think I'm just gonna go with Benny on. That's yeah. right at 7,500. Use the whole salary. Um, I I feel like this this team has uh, some some decent upside and some good cut equity, and I think he fits in with both of those. So I'm gonna go where'd
3: he go? He like is. and Ben on too, man. Does it it looks I don't know if he has a new putter. I can't I gotta again, I gotta go to the putter tracker. Maybe hit up EPAD to see like what what <laughs> what we're getting at. I just I envision ePat like being one of those guys and like Happy Gilmore like had the it's just I know he's getting getty images, but like at one point he's gonna be the guy who just has all the pictures of all the golfers when they're testing the clubs. And everyone's going to go to him like, what is like, what's Rom doing? Which Scotty Scheffler? Which three will they he playing this week? Um, but yeah, I feel like Benyon had some like revitalization on the greens last yeah. week. I know he still missed his fair share on what he does, but it, it wasn't as atrocious as he usually is.
1: Yeah, and I mean he he hasn't lost he hasn't lost strokes on approach since August. And he played in a cool. decent chunk over the over the fall swing. Even when he was missing cuts uh, in the fall swing, it was just completely putter related. So if if that swings back, we know like I, it's it's kind of the biggest uh, biggest joke in the industry. Like if you just had average putting, like we know that,
3: but um, it's still true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if everything was scrutinized meticulously on what we do. Like if he only had a comma. <laughs> right there, like how much or I, a hyphen?
1: How know, this sentence would, would stick?
3: Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking
1: about my my screen here. I was trying to do that before, and I don't know how to do it.
3: Does anyone ever like? I see like all these these memes of of that the decimal, like when like where the like the button that decreases the decimals, the zeros uh, yeah. the decimal. Like, no, <laughs> you don't get it right the first time. Yeah, never. I never, never. do. It either I will send like five zeros after my... yeah. Like, this is stupid. It's just saying like decree. Like give me the up and the down That's yeah. what I want. But this makes more like analytical sense. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Ev.
1: Let's finish up this squad here. Oh
2: yeah. So here's this is my actual vomit pick. But you know, my glowing endorsement. Johnny Vegas. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: We're gonna roll with Johnny Vegas to to close this one out. Um I know it might not mean much for Tori, excuse me, but the off the tee game has been really good here for him. Um, his uh, we don't have any OHL data, but for Houston, I mean, he was gaining like four and a half strokes off the tee. Yeah, um, yeah. and he
1: he definitely has birdie upside. So I don't. Yeah, I he
2: don't has he has birdie upside. I mean, you're probably gonna get killed with some of these bogeys. Um, at, with him, it's like you're just hoping he makes the cut you know, has maybe a good Saturday, maybe a good Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, the top 25 would be a miracle, but like, you know, a 30th, excuse me, a 30th place, a 30th place finish like he had last year here. will yep. will kill you. No, that's for sure. You know, something was
3: interesting too in this range that I thought you might've gone with Evan is Andy Ogletree. I almost said Alec Ogletree, the linebacker. I was gonna say
2: Alec Ogletree. (laughs) Yeah, he's not built for this course. (laughs)
3: No, (laughs) Uh, Andy Ogletree, and like I, I wasn't on him at all. And then Mayo mentioned him uh, earlier today, and like he's someone that has decent upside. I think he's one of these rising stars, right? Like we see what he's done on on the Corn Ferry Tour. He came like he's got. He missed the cut of the U.S. Open. He's got you know a few other miscuts. But he finished 34th at the Masters as an amateur and, you know, made the cut at Mayakoba, which is not the Masters, but finished 46th. Yeah. Like at $6,600, this guy's got a ton of upside. I He wasn't on my radar at all. And then Mail brought him up. I'm sure he's going to get the Mail bump in a lot of these GPPs and all these tournaments. So maybe a fade in that sense. But, like, he's someone that – uh I'm going to keep my eye on just because you see that the talent is there. And if he's coming 34th, at the masters in his first stop, you know, his first chance there as an amateur, it's pretty damn good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're but right. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't Goal know. Bad. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's someone you might just keep, like, keep the, you know, keep your radar on him. I'll finish this up. Uh, and this is for, I was going to potentially do this as, you know, a namesake, like a, a homage to the, uh, to the pod here and play Matt Jones, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with JB Holmes. I'm going to do a, another. Uh, this is purely course history. Uh, this guy parachutes down into the farmers, does not play well anywhere else. And then he comes here, something happens. He gets into the same routine. I don't know if he eats well before pandemic, if he eats at the same restaurants um, or just finds comfort here like jb holmes we know hits the ball a ton and when he gets a putter like he gains like 11 strokes putting like it's not like oh he gains a stroke putting like he goes like just ballistic with the putter when that happens and it usually happens at this course if it's not somewhere like a harbor town but yeah jb holmes i was going between him and john huh uh at seven thousand dollars but i just think with his length and his experience here I like that, and I like you know getting more guys on my team that have length as opposed to as opposed to not. Yeah,
1: for sure. All right, so for for those of you that are listening to this and not watching along with the stream, Reed's team is John Rahm, Ryan Palmer, Adam Scott, Francesco Molinari, Sepp Straka, and J.B. Holmes. Pretty solid. Evan has Rory, Xander, uh, Billy Horshell. Cam-
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I'm in Tringali, Wyndham Clark, and Johnny Vegas, which I, since I've hated your other teams and you've won, Evan, I don't know if it's a good sign that I actually like your team this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's well, it's I a guess good sign we'll, for us, Matt. It's a I good sign for us, then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see how that works out this week. Uh, and then I have uh, Sung Jae Im, Victor Hovland, Cameron Smith, Gary Woodland, Maverick McNeely, and Byung Hanan. So just from a, a 30,000 feet view of the, the guys that we've spoken about so far, you can obviously deduce that uh, we're, we're definitely thinking that at least some distance is going to be pretty important.
4: Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz now. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getroman.com slash Rotoviz. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment.
1: All right, let's uh, let's go make our way through. Uh, a couple of our favorite bets here uh, before we hit one and done and get out of here. Uh, uh, Reid, you you've mentioned a couple of guys that mm-hmm. you have outrights on already. Um, any yep. any other guys that you think uh, are are showing some value this week in in that market?
3: Yeah. So like Gary Woodland right now at 70, I think on the DK sports he's, he opened at 80 and now he's, he's, he's come down to 70, which I still think is a solid number. You take a look at that right too. And, and at some point, if if we're looking at his us open odds, same, you know, at the same number, this is a much easier field. And it's going to be a much easier course. Yeah. So I think he's someone that you definitely got to take a look at Francesco Molinari there at 8,000 as well. Maybe more of the, the derivatives, like the top five, top tens, Maybe head-to-heads with those guys more specifically, but you look at the guys who have won this tournament. Like outside of Stallings, who you know maybe was you know hitting the ball far for another reason. Like he's <laughs> like right. Uh, all the other guys: Day, Rom, Snedeker. They've either all come in being one of the top golfers in the world, top fifteen, or they've all finished playing at the Tour Championship that year. I think Jason Day in 2018 was the only guy. Outside of stallings that didn't play in the tour championship the year they want here. And like, of course, you win a golf tournament, you pretty much have a you have a decent chance of making it if you just complete like if you don't explode. Like Mark Leishman still made the tour championship this year uh after he was like horrendous through the after after the um after the shutdown. So like it's taking the guys up top like an Adam Scott. Um for me, Matt Wolf and some of these other players who I think are are either coming in with form or have historically played well, is someone is is a place I'm looking at. And Brooks Kepka. Right now he's at 3650. Talk about numbers that we're not gonna see very often. That's one of them. Like just based on win equity and just based on a value added number, like you're not gonna go to data golf and see like his him being positive EV just because he's been he's not been playing well at all. But Thirty six fifty. I'm very interested on clicking on on Brooks and just being like, you know what, if I lose with Brooks at thirty six fifty, whatever, like it's a solid number. I might not see it again. But if he wins at thirty six fifty, I'm going to be shooting myself because he's not going to be at that number for the next year. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, the the other thing that's interesting about this week and <clears throat> most of these weeks where uh, you know there's a there's a, a handful of big names at the top. Yeah. Realistically, the top five guys are soaking up like close to forty percent of the implied win odds. Um mm-hmm. so that that does open up a, a decent amount of value um, you know, in the in the thirties through like, you know, maybe say like the seventy to eighty range. Once you get past there, you're probably mostly just taking dart throws. Um yeah. but it's definitely uh it's definitely more concentrated this week than say last week where um you know you probably had to go through nine or ten guys to get to 40% win equity for the week so um as far as some of the uh some of the the lower quote unquote lower markets right that you got your top fives tens and twenties um Evan do you have any any that you're uh any outrights that you're finding or anything else that you're looking at uh, for these Uh. finished position bets
2: any guys honestly that you think are undervalued. I kind of like Patrick Rogers. Mm-hmm. His top five odds. Uh what are we getting at? Right. Yeah, we're getting him at what four hundred to one.
3: Yeah, and his outright
2: uh,
4: yeah.
3: he's top five is forty to one right now. That's a oh, four. He's, <laughs> I,
1: I had a to
2: one. I was like, the hell my I doing? I'm on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He's now a guy to- to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 40 to one, I mean, he's been playing well lately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm not against that. Right. Other than that, that, I, I don't.
3: I- oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Evan. Sorry.
2: Sorry. Yeah. I mean, outside, like, we've pretty much talked about all the people that I would think would have value. In the betting market, yeah, right. So um, I don't have any extra takes in terms of like outrights, because um, I mean I think we've already covered those bases.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. in the in the uh, the bet the prop uh, Slack that I you know I I do some matchups and stuff for them. Um, the I mostly you know focus on on top twenties and or head to heads. The top 20s that I that I threw out there this week are Tringali. So there you go, Ev. Uh, Bramlett is twenty five hundred to one, or, or plus twenty five hundred for a top twenty at Bet three sixty five, and he's like, I for, I forget what he was at at other places, but it was like it was supremely off. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, he's at, he's like plus eighteen hundred at a lot of books, and he's plus twenty five hundred at Bet three sixty five. Like a discrepancy like no. that is just sort of like an auto bet no matter what you think of of the guy and i showed my my sim showed value on him at plus 1800 so I'm um, i'm perfectly happy uh scoop, <laughs> scooping up plus 2500 when i get the chance um i also did a uh, top 20 and a top 10 on finau uh dk had the best price for finau's top 20 at plus odds they were, they were the uh, DK was the only book that I saw that had plus odds for a top twenty on fee now, so I thought that that was uh, that was worth taking a shot at. So um, let's uh, let's take a look at a couple of these these head to heads that I find a little bit interesting. So a couple of guys that we didn't that we didn't talk about, um, but I think maybe deserve some conversation at Bet three sixty five right now. It's minus one eleven on both sides. You have Cam Davis and Bubba Watson. Um, any uh, any lean, any lean there? Reed?
3: that's sort of that's current form uh, versus course history, right? It's a microcosm <laughs> of like the 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 battle, the the ongoing battle that the industry has with course history and current form. And look, Bubba, by all measures, is amazing here. Right, like this is one of those courses. Yeah that he just he, he finds comfort on, on this course like he's won here he's t to green he's like first in Tita to green at this course on the south course um because that's the only one that that measures that has shot length but uh, cam davis probably a, a probably not from a DraftKings perspective like i wouldn't be playing cam davis because i think everyone's flocking towards towards them but from a head-to-head standpoint talk about when we talked about it when evan was was uh, picking his team out, right? Like with with Cameron Tringali, uh, I would say Davis has a little bit more skill from a talent perspective than Tringali. But guy hits it a ton and makes a ton of birdies. Yeah, um, Bubba, like what kind of what what Bubba we're we gonna get? Like we don't know yet. We have no idea what what Bubba is gonna show up. I'd probably lean towards Bubba just because uh, he's just been amazing here, and that that'd be tough to fade. But I wouldn't be mad if someone went the other side.
1: Yeah, I the looking at the head-to-heads that are being offered uh, against Bubba right now is is super interesting. You have Cam Davis, you have Siwoo, you have Ustazen, you have Sungjae, Kokrak, and Wolf. So if you feel like you want to fade Bubba, uh, there are definitely some opportunities with some with some pretty talented golfers there uh, that you could, like that. that you could go do that.
3: It's like the John Snow meme where he's like the Battle yeah. of the Bastards. Like he's just taking on all of these guys, you yeah, know, exactly. with his holographic putter, that multicolored <laughs> putter he's got.
1: Um, let's see if there's anybody else. Oh, here's a good one. What about? Uh, and I, I think that I lean, um, despite despite the recent form from Davis, I definitely lean Bubba long term. Longer term, I have him rated higher than. Than Davis, um, despite the recent form. But how about Scheffler and Zalatoris? That's an interesting one. That they have uh, Scheffler as minus one twelve, and Zalatoris is minus one sixteen. That's an interesting one. That's pretty tight. I have a I I would show a little bit of value on Scheffler just because I I know more and there's less there's less uncertainty. About my score uh, uh, for Scheffler than there is about Zalatoris, just because of yeah. like, obvious data reasons. Um, but yeah. I don't know if I would feel comfortable just following the number on that.
3: Why? Uh, I don't know how you feel, Evan, on this, but like, I feel like Zalatoris is underpriced, right, yeah. in the betting market and these head-to-heads and DraftKings. Like this guy has been a, a machine, and he doesn't have his PGA tour card. And he's coming out here and he's performing and a lot of guys that I follow and trust in the industry, like Sky who does all the stuff over, you know, at, yeah, at TN. Yeah. Yeah. And like if you know, guys that you trust love this guy, I'm you know, I'm not just gonna blindly be like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Um well maybe in some, like Ben Cooley. Like if Ben's touting someone, I'm like, Oh yeah, I definitely gotta look at that guy. Um but well, he's
2: shown up yeah. when he's gotten the opportunity. Yeah. it's like it's like we have we have examples of him doing well, right. on the tour. So it's like I don't see why you don't take a shot on on him. You you know whether it be DFS or the betting market, right?
3: And that's the thing, right? He is like, do we have faith that like he's another one? If he does well here, like we're not we're rarely going to see him at this price, right? In the low to see the low eights right now. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah eighty one hundred dollars. I mean, Zalatoris like, some parts in some or some tournaments last year. He was at like ten thousand dollars. And granted, it's a different field. Um, but the fact that he was up there at that early of a stage in his PGA Tour, I wouldn't say career yet, but you know his tenure, uh, his appearances, oh, eighty one hundred bucks. Yeah, I will probably lean Zalatoris in that one. Scotty, Sky's got a new 3 wood. According to Epat, Sky's got a new 3 wood. So, <laughs> I'm worried about that. He's parted ways. he's like oh, 10 years or 15 years at this 3 wood. It's out. Get out of here.
1: Yeah, it's it's that's uh that that'll be interesting. Um <laughs> just to just to see how he, you know, this is yeah. I'm trying to think of like his his biggest field, you know, with like the most stars that, that he's played in. Um this has to be pretty close to that, I would imagine. Um he's on on DraftKings, they have him minus one eighty five to make the cut right now. Um compared Well the to, US Open, right back in the back. Yeah, i was, in I was gonna say the US
2: Open would be a pretty well, packed yeah. field.
1: Yeah, but as far as like you know, he was there as not like he was there as like an amateur. Like not like right. this is this is the big like you gotta put on your big boy pants and earn your paycheck now. Like they and you're yeah. looking at, you know, Rom and, and Rory at the top of the field. Um Scheffler is minus two fifty to make the cut here. So I I think it's it's reasonably close. I like I said, yeah. I have I have less um like when I run when I run the simulator because of the rounds that Uh, I have in my database for Zalatoris, like it's just all like, it's either like top 12 or miscut. Like there's no, (laughs) there's just so much, there's just so much uncertainty, but when it, when it hits the right way, um, he's, he's just insanely talented. So um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, All right. Let's, uh, I'm assuming that you are in the, uh, the Mayo one and done there, Reed.
3: I am. And I wish there was a cash out feature 'Cause right now I'm like in two hundredth place, which doesn't sound like a you know, a good place to be in in most cases, but but hey, uh I I missed out with Morikawa at WLI and I had Cantley last week. So I've been close. I've been close, but no cigar yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm doing half decent. So hopefully I, I keep that alive and don't get a an MC anytime soon. Yeah,
1: I uh I already did last week, so... I don't know. Things are going well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had Scheffler last week, so that was good. You so brought a lot of people last week. I have some week. ground to make up, on top of the fact that I think... I don't even remember who I picked at the Sony, but I, I have like fifteen, like $15,000 right now, and I think first place probably has like millions. So we'll just yeah. we'll say, do, uh, do you have... Either a couple of guys that you're thinking about, or or your pick locked yeah. in yet? What do you got? Yeah, so the guys
3: I'm thinking about, you know, I'm trying to stay at the top of the betting board for the most part, right? And one and Uh, I think that's you know a common strategy that a lot of us are looking at. But maybe this tournament, right? We having mean, Brooks, like we mentioned, is at thirty six fifty on DK Sportsbook. He's not one of the top. You'd have to kind of you know be a little bit, you're a little bit weary of that. I'd say the farthest that I would want to go down. Right now, if I'm just taking it from a betting board perspective, is probably Adam Scott, Bubba Watson, like right there. That fifty to one and, and lower is probably where we're going to stay. And so Adam Scott is definitely someone I'm taking a look at. Um, Matt Wolf again, someone that I that I like that I talked about earlier from a betting perspective. And if you wanted to make up ground, like you're mentioning, like you got a couple of missed cuts out there. Hideki, right? Like Hideki Matsuyama, twenty-five to one right now. He's someone that every week he and also Patrick Reed too, but for, for two different reasons, right? Hideki is is constantly someone that people you know stay away from because of of his putting woes, but boy does he set up fantastically for this course. Firestone is another like Bridgestone, right? The the Firestone CC is another corollary. Hideki has you know done well there, obviously. Um, he's someone that if you need to make up ground, that I wouldn't be. Uh, Worried about? well, I'd be worried about playing, but he's someone that I'd be considering. And Patrick Reed, no one's going to be playing Patrick Reed, and like on DraftKings, like in One and Duns, yeah, he can win anywhere. He's been wildly inconsistent, but he can win anywhere. He's proven that already.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I'm going Hideki. Uh, like you said, I. I don't think a ton. Uh, a ton of people are going to be on him this week, and realistically, like as we start getting into. <clears throat> You know the the players, the Arnold Palmer with like really loaded field. Like this is this is a solid field at the top, but um, it's still a field that I feel like even you know uh, uh, an eighty five percent decky could could still do pretty well here. Um, he, yeah. I I wrote him up in in my article this week actually. He for his career <clears throat> he's been about one point two strokes better per round than the average golfer, and he's around point eight right now. So you figure right. either he's lost it and he's gonna just be like bad from now on or <laughs> or he's gonna regress back to that and my money is on him regressing back to sort of his career average like he's not a thousand years old like he's not <laughs> like yeah. there's there's no reason to think he's just like completely fallen apart um so yeah I think I think decky has um a good bit of upside considering uh yeah you know, relative to his ownership
3: and a one and to kind of deal figure out to like, do you think WGCs is good or bad for Hideki? or like no cut events? Like you would think no cut events. You can lock in decky four rounds, get a paycheck. Yeah. But we last time we saw him at a no cut event, he was dog, you know, like he was complete garbage. Yeah. Right. At, at Kapalua, like the putter was gone. Um, So, like, that's something where, like, you're you're not saving guys yet. Like, that's not something that I – a strategy I don't think you should do yet. But there's definitely, right, like, API and some of these called the Florida Swing. Like, that's where, like, the Terrell Hattons, the Sun Jays, the Burgers come out. Yeah. Um, Hideki, probably not, right? You're probably not going to be playing Hideki outside of these, like, this, like, first half of the season, I would think. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Ev, what's your uh, what's your random, what's your random one and done? Evan didn't join the the one and done. He waited too long, so yeah. he has been giving us uh, some gems.
2: In the for... in the spirit of being a an authentic college student, my procrastination <laughs> bit me in the ass once again.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but Bubba Watson, I go. mean, it's hard yep. it's hard to disagree with him as a one and done pick. I mean, if you're gonna use him, it's it's gonna be where the course history is strongest. At the yep. course where course history would matter most, if at all. Right. So there you go.
1: Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. Bubba Watson winning the tournament.
2: You <laughs> wouldn't be surprised,
3: though. Like, I wouldn't be surprised would be, at all. Bubba I,
1: know, I know. I'll be annoyed, though, because I can't. I'll be annoyed because I won't bet him.
3: Sunday. Yeah. Like, he's at 50 to 1 right now in most books. And, guys, just been lights out of this tournament. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot to, uh, a lot to digest. Hopefully, uh, if you are listening to this or you were following along on the stream, uh, hopefully we provided some, some good info here. Uh, make sure I'll, I'll tweet it out during the tournament, but make sure you follow along for, uh, our three man here that we just drafted and make sure you hop in the listener league. The link will be in the description for the show on iTunes um, and I think we have about 15 spots left so make sure you hop in there uh, Reed thanks a lot man appreciate it definitely uh, definitely gonna have to get you on again uh, at some point this season for sure
3: perfect thanks for having me guys and yeah this is this is I like this this format uh let's hope it, it gets to the masses which we uh, it already is so keep I was on to say, you snake, in the lobby yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep on doing snake traps this is a cool format and I like how it's different than the other stuff right everyone talks about course like the like the course that the plays in each salary range so I like this it was really fun
1: appreciate it yeah it's it's definitely uh, definitely something a little different and it takes some some strategizing but it's good um, and make sure El, Evan of course thank you again for joining me as always sir um, of course we have uh, we have the waste management next week and access from FTN is going to be joining us so nice. make sure uh, you tune in again next Tuesday and Talk soon. see ya.